Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad you joined us. No matter where you found this podcast, we are there and we are trying to bring you experts in the industry, those who care about dental assistants, those who have important things to tell dental assistants onto every episode. And that includes today with good friend of mine from the great state of Oklahoma, and that is Katie Burkett. Katie, how are you this morning? Hey, Kevin. I'm great. How are you? I am great. So glad I got to see you at the Oklahoma Dental Association meeting this past weekend. Great to spend some time with you. Yes, and it was wonderful listening to your presentation. If people haven't heard that, I think if you are going to be in a city near anyone, look for Kevin Henry. Go check it out. It is awesome and completely, completely dedicated to dental assistance, which there's really not that many presentations and things that are. No, we've and and that's something that uh, before I take my last breath on this earth, I hope that I see changed because dental assistants deserve great education and great folks out there who care about them. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited to have you on. Katie and I know each other through our mutual work at Fortune Management. Uh, so Katie, would you just take a minute and introduce yourself to our audience? Yes. Thanks again so much for having me on, Kevin. I started in dentistry in 2008. And like you said, I'm an fellow Oklahoman, born and raised. Um, I was actually very fortunate. My parents helped me through college. And then after they gave me the cut and said, no more, get a job, sister. So I got kicked off the payroll. This is 2008. Jobs were very hard to come by at this time. And so I started uh, managing a dental practice. And while I was doing that, I worked with coaches and consultants and I absolutely loved it. And so I decided that that was going to be my goal. That's what I wanted to do was, was coach and consult dental, dental practices and teams. So I started working after I managed practices for about 10 years, I started working uh, for Delta Dental. I wanted to get a really good understanding about the insurance industry and how it worked and, and all of that. And then after that, I started Fortune Practice Management Oklahoma and absolutely love it. I'm, I'm getting to live my dream and and it has been very, very, very <laughs> gratifying for me. Well, and, and I've seen the impact that you're making through uh, with dental practices there in Oklahoma and have been for quite some time, as you mentioned. And I love that you've got such a wide background and can see the dental practice from all these different viewpoints. Yes. And, and I'm curious, what's one of the biggest things that you see whenever it comes to dental assistance in the practice? Uh, you know, I know you and I joked a little bit about what you call the Bermuda Triangle. Uh-huh. And I'd love for you to explain that a little bit to our audience because I think it is so relevant. Yeah, the Bermuda Triangle is what I talk to my teams about. It's the front office and the assistants and the hygienists. And it creates this triangle. And each each one of those different parts is, is a side to the triangle. And then in the middle is just this big void. And it seems like in practices, all these different sides are scared to go into that void or into that, you know, Bermuda unknown. Yeah. And what we're trying to do and what I coach teams on is being able to understand that it takes all of those different parts to make a practice run and run successfully and and being able to understand and navigate that it's okay 
for you to talk to the front office about scheduling. And it's okay for the front office to put another patient in at some point if it's an emergency. And it's okay for the hygienist to do their own instruments, but it's also okay for the hygienist to say, hey, I've got to take care of this patient. Can you do my instruments? And just really bridging that gap and getting everyone to where they don't feel like it's this unknown void and everyone's working together and, and collaborating, collaborating and just being a really good team. You know, and, and one thing I see in practices, and I want to get your opinion on this, is that that Bermuda Triangle void so often can be reduced considerably if they'll just talk to each other and yes. get on the same page. I mean, is is it just as simple as making sure everybody kind of understands what each other is doing? Or, or what's a great way to shrink that void in your mind? No, I totally think that's that's important. And understanding, I know that it can be really, really frustrating. I, I see this. Whenever you, as a dental assistant, are running around, you feel like you're sweating <laughs> and being crazy, and then you see the front office people just sitting there, and you're just like, why are they just sitting there? It looks like they're just sitting there. Well, actually, you know, you don't know that they've had to call multiple insurances, that they've had to file things, that they've been on the phone all day long. And so while they're just sitting, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not working. And the same thing with dental assistants. It's like, an office person who's just gotten, you know, completely griped out on the phone by a patient or something happened and they walk back to, you know, to tell the assistants or ask the assistants if it's okay, if they put them in or what their schedule's like. And then it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and, and so just, you know, having that elegant, the ability to communicate elegantly and, and really get your point across because at the end of the day, what is, what is the whole point of what we're doing? To take care of our patients and so we need to do that as best we can um, while getting along with everyone else in the in the practice and, and boy on paper that sounds so easy perfect right but junior high junior high math sounds easy too <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know but one thing i saw you know maybe good come out of COVID 19 with dentistry is that there was so much cross-training and people yes. kind of learning each other's roles in the event that somebody didn't show up or, you know, got sick, whatever it might be. Is cross-training one thing that dental assistants should really almost push for to advance? Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything that you can do to better yourself and any, any more understanding and knowledge that you can have is always a good thing. And I truly feel like any successful business, it doesn't even matter if it's dentistry, but any successful business operates the best when multiple people know how to play multiple roles. And that it's, makes perfect sense. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like in sports and in, in football. I'm a I'm a big college football fan. They have these utility players that can do a lot of different things. And those moving moving up, whether you're trying to get a college scholarship or you know, go on to the next level, if you're a utility player and you can play multiple positions, then it makes you a lot more, a lot more marketable and um people want you if you can do that. So cross training is highly important. Very, very much so. So I'm going to ask you real quick to put on your fortune management coach hat. Okay. Yes. And, and, and so many times you go into a practice and, and obviously dental assistants and everybody else are kind of like, Oh, she's going to want us to change things. We're going to have to do things differently. How do you as a coach help explain how important change can be whenever there's some reluctance in the practice and what do you kind of hope that those dental assistants and other team members hear from you 
whenever you're talking about a switch in systems or whatever it might be? How do you walk that fine line as a coach? Basically, what, what I really try to do is just get everyone to understand the why. And there's multiple whys in our life. There's multiple whys for why we go to work. There's whys for what we do, what, why we do what we do. And so at the end of the day, the why in in our particular vision is to provide the best patient care, to make these patients feel like they are our family, to truly treat them with the respect that any human being deserves. And so there might be some systems and some growing pains and things that we get into where it's just like, I don't want to do that. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's going to work. And then once we've done it and implemented it and tried it, it's like, how are we not doing this before? (laughs) And so once again, sounds very easy. But if you're just open minded and realize that, you know, change can be a good thing. It's a scary thing and nobody necessarily likes it, but it can be a really good thing. And it makes life easier a lot of times. Yeah. And and, it, and I, I tell you, one thing that I've heard so often is, well, we tried it that way once and it didn't work or mm-hmm. that will never work in our practice. Mm-hmm. And it's these self-defeating thoughts that come out even before you get a chance to really say, no, here's why it will work. And here's right. why it's going to be better for your patients. Right, right. We talk about limiting beliefs all the time and limiting beliefs like, okay, well, December is always a really, really bad month for us. It's Christmas. Nobody wants to spend money. Nobody wants to do anything like that. And then, you know, whenever you really kind of change that that belief, like, okay, December is going to be an awesome month. It's the end of the year. People have insurance benefits to use. Um, they have some time off, all of these other things. They, once you get rid of that belief of, oh, this is going to be bad. It's not, not going to be a good month. Um, and those limiting thoughts, you can really, really set yourself up for major success. You know, yeah. and one, one thing you and I talked about when we were in Oklahoma City this past weekend was the fact that everybody in the practice has some role in leadership. Everybody yes. can kind of step up. And, and I think that those limiting beliefs that you're talking about, I hear it from dental assistants so often. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's a great way to show your leadership is to help not only you get past those limiting beliefs, but also the others in your practice as well and kind of be that uh, person to pull them along and say, no, we can do this because, right? No, absolutely. And I think dental assistants kind of, I've heard you say this before, that it's like, I'm just a dental assistant or I'm just a front office person or I'm just this or that. And that's so not what they are. I, I compare dental assistants to being on the front lines. And there are times when you're taking bullets from all directions and you feel like nobody likes you. But then when you sit back and think about it, how important are you really? You are a critical, critical part of the practice. You are usually the first person that takes a patient back. You get to establish the rapport with them. You get to listen to what's going on with them. And then you can report that to to your doctor. So you can be that doctor's, you can be your doctor's right-hand man. And in turn, you've developed this relationship with the patient and they're going to remember that. And it is the old saying, and it's been said a lot that nobody cares or nobody will remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. And that is how a dental assistant can be so effective in a practice. It's just by making these patients feel like they are part of their family. And we're going to talk in just a minute about an event that you have coming up in Oklahoma about creating the unstoppable team, which I think is super cool. What role do dental assistants have in creating the unstoppable team in your mind before we tease the event? 
A huge role, a huge role. Most of the time, there are more dental assistants than any other position in the practice. And so there might be one one front office office manager and three dental assistants and one hygienist and one doctor. And so you guys have a huge role in, in whenever we're talking about creating this unstoppable team. A lot of what I talk about, too, with my offices is find the humor in what you do. Dentistry at some time, at, at a, a lot of times, is funny. It just yeah. is. I mean, how many of us have had a patient come in and say, oh, I swallowed my crown. How am I going to get it? <laughs> you know, or you just have to laugh. And I actually, being in the office, I, I had to go back and assist sometimes. It was rare because the doctor did not like me to be an assistant. I, I was not a good assistant, but I had to do it sometimes. And I had a patient one time that, that told me, Hey, Katie, um, can you use the mint tropical on me? I don't like bubble gum. And I was like, oh, sure, I'll get you some mint tropical. And so <laughs> we just kind of turned into this funny situation. And anytime that kind of became an insight joke with us where we'd get on our on our headsets and say, okay, so-and-so is ready for tropical today. And, you know, just finding the humor and and all of that and what you do, because it is, it's it's kind of funny. It is. And and so often there's stress in the day. There's things that go wrong. And, and and you rely on that humor and just having that positive outlook to get you through those moments. So I, yes. I love that. Absolutely. Yes. So I, I tease the event that is coming up uh, in Oklahoma City, and I want to make sure that you let uh, our audience know about it, because I think it's going to be a great one for not only dentists to attend, but dental team members as well. Yes, it is uh, creating the unstoppable team. Like you said earlier, I think it is one of the hottest topics in dentistry right now. And basically what we are going to talk about is how and where do we find the right people? That doesn't mean that there aren't the right people in the practice, but that could be part of it. And how are we going to keep them? How are we going to keep our team and keep them happy? And then what can it mean for your practice when your team is happy and you have the right team in place and everyone is 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 moving on all the cylinders they need to be moving on. So it's going to be April 14th at the Patterson Dental Branch here in Oklahoma City. We're going to start at six o'clock for registration. I have Kim McGuire, who is the COO for Fortune Practice Management. She's coming in to actually do um, the speaking two CE hours. It's totally complimentary. There's no, no charge for coming. We just want people to come and hear about fortune and hear about, about the ways that, that, that I can go in there and help their practices. Well, and I love that fortune management and Patterson Dental are working together on this. I think it's a great time. Obviously, uh, Terry Gilchrist, the, the branch manager there in, in Oklahoma yes. City, I know he cares so much about dental assistance. So it's oh, great definitely. to see kind of this perfect storm coming together. If they want to know more information about the April 14th event, how's the best way for them to find out? Yeah, you can email me at Katie Burkett at fortunemgmt.com. And Kevin, I think you're going to put that information in the in the write-up as well. So you'll have that email address. You can also send me a text. I'll put my cell phone number down there anytime. Um, just questions or whatever that you have or whatever support that you might need, feel free to reach out to me. I've been there. I've done it. I see it. I work in it. I can't get away from it. So I am happy to help however I possibly can. And, and that's one of the things that I love about you and, and that I, I really have enjoyed getting to know about you is that you You've been there, done that, and you don't mind answering the questions from those who want to know the secrets to success and to get better at what they do and to have a more 
harmonious practice, shall we say? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to tell one more dental assistant story. And this, this just sums up the whole dental assistant in general. But my very good friend, Trina, I actually hired her as a dental assistant, um, did an interview with her. And as, as the interview was progressing, I was just like, I've got to have this lady. She's wonderful. And I actually called her after she left and I said, I'm not going to interview anyone else. I just want you. And, and, and what I, what I thought in my intuition was absolutely correct because she was an amazing dental assistant. One day I was sitting up front and she walked up. I could tell she wasn't feeling good. And she had her mask on and she pulled her mask down and she had two cotton rolls shoved up her nose. Oh no. (laughs) She did that because she didn't want to have to stop during procedures. She didn't want to be snuffing and doing all of that because (laughs) she was so dedicated to her patient and taking care of them that she would, she was like, I don't want to drip anywhere. I don't want to do anything. And I just was like, oh my gosh, I just got up and gave her a hug. (laughs) Thank you so much. So I know there are so many dental assistants out there that are like that. They're just so dedicated and passionate about taking care of their patients that, you know, they'll put their own self second or third or last. Well, and, and when one thing we know is that dental assistants are born with an extremely large bladder. I mean, there's, there's just oh, no question man. about that. So, uh, holy, yeah. Holy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for yeah. everything that you all do every day, thank you, dental assistants. And thank you, Katie Burkett, for coming on. I'm looking forward to uh, April 14th. I think it's going to be a great time there in Oklahoma City. And uh, certainly look forward to to hearing all the great things that happen out of that meeting. Awesome. Yep. Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. And have a wonderful Colorado day. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day here in Colorado. I hope it's a beautiful day wherever you're listening to this podcast. We so thank you for joining us. We so thank uh, Katie for being on. We care about you, dental assistants. We want to make sure that you have the best day and career as possible. So if you need anything, absolutely. Feel free to reach out to me through the Ignite DA uh, Facebook page, as well as Ignite Dental Assistance on Instagram. We want to make sure that you're following us there. For the next time that we get together here on the uh, Dental Assistant Nation podcast, this is Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA and, and marketing director for Fortune Management, signing off. And as always, together we rise.